Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. How would you react if you discovered your child, who is often lost in his own thoughts and disconnected from other children, is actually one of the greatest minds of their time? As a young boy, Magnus Magnus Carlsen was different from his peers. Bullied by other children, he usually sat by himself, lost in thought. But when a strong interest in numbers led him to the game of chess at the age of five, he quickly started to climb up the ranks of of the chess world. At 13, he decided he would become the World Chess Championship. That is the introduction to this wonderful documentary about Magnus Carlsen, and uh, we're honored to have with us today the director of Magnus, and that would be Benjamin Ree. Benjamin, welcome to Film School. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Thank you for a nice introduction. Well, you are very welcome. Benjamin, tell me a little bit about how you found out about Magnus, and then what uh, the 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 family was obviously very comfortable with you because they really did allow you into their lives. Tell me a little bit about that process of deciding you wanted to move forward with a with a, a, a documentary about Magnus and and their the family acceptance of you in their within their uh, family. I I started this project back in early 2013 and. Uh, I've been fascinated about kind of the, the game of chess for a long time. I'm not a chess player myself, actually. I, I barely know the rules. So uh, for me, watching chess is like watching paint dry. <laughs> I need a lot of explanation to understand it, but I'm so fascinated about the game. You know, it's regarded as the, touch, the touchstone of intellect, the ultimate battle of the minds. Yes. Uh, and... Uh, uh, I approached uh, Magnus Carlsen and uh, his management uh, early 2013 because I knew that he had had this goal since he was 13 years old to become the world chess champion. And now, for the first time, he was aiming for the goal. He was uh, going to play the, the, the qualifying tournaments for, for the world chess championship. Uh, and uh, I asked them if I could film Magnus, and they told me that there's so many people now who wants to make a film about Magnus, kind of the big, uh, biggest production companies in the world, mm-hmm. and uh, they, they told me that I could do a five-minute short film okay. uh, for the Norwegian audience, but also the Indian audience, because Magnus was facing an Indian chess player. So uh, what happened was that I think um, Magnus, he liked me, uh, uh, both because I'm at his own age, we have the same kind of humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I got more and more access to Phil Magnus in decisive moments of his life. And another reason I got that kind of access to both Magnus and his family, I think, is because <clears throat> when Magnus and his family has done um, short films, documentaries before, there's been a whole crew of filmmakers uh, filming them, like 60 Minutes, mm-hmm. two photographers, a sound operator, researcher, producer. Uh, and then it's kind of difficult when you're a chess player to uh, manage to relax and unwind before and after games. Really because if you have a whole film crew following you around, it's really difficult to be yourself and prepare for chess. 
So when I met Magnus, I met him alone with a camera. And that seemed like a huge advantage for me because he really didn't notice me being there with the camera. Mm-hmm. So then I got more and more access, uh, uh, and uh, the short five-minute film became a feature-length documentary at the end. Well, my, my hat's off to you because uh, I, I don't want to be unfair to Magnus, but uh, and it's documented in the film that he's not his social skills are certainly not nearly as developed as his intellect in his terms, of, especially in terms of playing chess. Uh, he does seem, uh, from early footage you see of him in in his uh, family footage, to be a bit withdrawn and kept to himself. Was there something in your getting to know him that, I mean, you mentioned this sort of a, a sense of humor. Was there something or a moment that you realized that you were connecting with him? Because, again, he doesn't seem like the easiest person to get to know. Was there, a, was there something about that interaction that stuck with you that it, that was the time when he dropped his guard and wanted uh, you to be around? Yes, it was. Actually, I uh, went to visit Magnus uh, at uh, his home, his flat. Uh, together with his uh, friends. And then, you know, I saw a completely different Magnus than uh, I had seen before. Then he was really considerate and caring. He asked me, I don't know, uh, how my day ha- had been. And he was really listening. And he asked if I wanted to have some food and stuff like that. So I really think that when you're at that level as a chess player like Magnus is, yeah. you really need to separate your kind of two lives, the, the chess life, kind of the sport life, where you have to think about chess all the time and be really, really focused. But then again, Magnus, when he has some time off, he's a normal person yeah. uh, being together with friends. Uh, so that, that I really, I really, during the filming process, I really saw some uh, different sides of Magnus. As a kind of a normal person, uh, although he's such a, a chess genius. Uh, so that was one of the moments. And also, you know, Magnus, he has uh, a great sense of humor. Uh, and he, of course, he knew that I was very nervous about this project. I really wanted it to be done. And uh, I remember approaching Magnus and uh, talking to him about uh, doing a feature-length documentary about his life. And uh, then I asked him, what do you think about if I were to do a feature-length documentary about you? And his response was that uh, that film will be really boring, he told me. That documentary will be boring, he told Mm -hmm. me. And it's probably better if I make a film about you trying to make a film about me, he told me. Do you think that my, you? I'm sorry. Do you think that you, the fact that you weren't a chess person, you you as you said, you barely knew the rules. Uh, do you think that helped because he knew he didn't have to be Magnus Carlsen chess champion around you? He he could it probably more likely to to see him on a different in a different way. Do you think that helped you? I think. Uh, it didn't help me that I didn't know that much about chess because I needed to kind of... Right, but uh, but from a personal point... About yeah. Yes, I think so. I think that uh, Magnus uh, saw that I huh. really wanted to tell the human story. It was the human drama of the story I was fascinated about. And also, mm-hmm. kind of, 
him as a person, not not uh, a story about his chess playing career. Right. Uh, and that was uh, what we aimed for because both Magnus and me, we wanted to make a film that uh, would work for everyone, both uh, the people who know the chess rules and are really into chess, and also the people who don't know anything about chess at all. Uh, and in order to make chess engaging and, and fascinating, we need the, the human yeah. drama of the story. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a. This is a sport that really does rely on a backstory. I, I think a, I would imagine I'm not, I'm not immersed in the world of chess, but what little I know about it, they tend to, uh, they tend to look for personalities, and, and it's not as if you can choose the next chess champion. You, they are either they are or they are not, but the ones that seem to capture the imagination of people and is this personality that they project not only in life in person but also on in playing of the playing of chess there it there are characteristics to define the different kinds of players uh gary kasparov is known as a sort of a brutal a, a very offensive sort of player and um and i want to get to this about magnus uh and his skill set and how it's different than a lot of the other sort of more traditional chess champions but before i do that i do want to continue to explore a little bit because the family is very much in, involved uh his father henrik am i saying that correctly yeah you, henrik, you pronounced me yeah is yeah. yeah was also obviously very helpful in the film obviously i don't think he would have gotten a lot further had he objected in some way to you being a part to making a feature-length film about his son uh, and the whole family they seem to be um they seem to I think as you have to treat Magnus as a person and not this this incredibly gifted, uh, talented, you know, uh, I'll say intellectual because I think that's a important part, an analytical person as well to be at that level of chess. But they all seemed to be. It's it's a really warm portrait. I, I want to say uh, the uh, the film again is Magnus, and uh, you get to see. Um, it's a very entertaining film. And I, for people who are wondering, is chess interesting? I think this film, yes, it's interesting. If you're just a strictly a chess person, it's interesting to see the dynamics and all of the different ways in which the pressures that are brought to bear on these people. But it's a very warm and a very easy watch in that regard, uh, watching your film. So I want to congratulate you on that. You've made a what can be a kind of obtuse sort of subject matter, something engaging and entertaining as well. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. That. What uh, my kind of goal with the film was to make the film uh, engaging. And, you know, it's, uh, it was a huge challenge to make chess engaging in a documentary. Yeah. Because, you know, chess is uh, internalized. The conflict is uh, most often happening inside the chess players' heads yeah. or minds. Uh, and, uh, you know, film is a visual and emotional medium. So we had to kind of convert Magnus's inner emotions uh, using the cinematic language we know and that yeah. took a lot of time in the editing room. We had 500 hours of footage and we used a year in the editing room yeah. with two editors so it took a lot of work uh, in order to make make the film engaging. Yeah, and you did. And I want to let our listeners know that the film is opening here in Los Angeles 
next week. As we're speaking, it's November 18th. It'll open on the 25th at the Lemley Music Hall Theater in Los Angeles on Wilshire Boulevard. It will also, it's currently playing at the Village East Cinema in New York City. It opens today in New York City. Uh, and it's also will eventually, well, in the not-too-distant future, it'll be available on Video On Demand. That starts on the 25th of November. But see this in a theater. I always encourage people to go out, get outside, go to a theater. It's a great place to experience a film. Uh, and uh, this one's for certain that is you should do that. Are you happen to be in New York for a Q&A tonight? Or are you, where are, where am I calling you? I'm in San Francisco now. Okay. We first went to New York. Uh, we first went to New York to have a screening there and the Q&A, and then to L.A., and now we're, we had the screening yesterday in San Francisco. Oh, congratulations. So we had kind of the, the, the main screenings uh, in the in the big big cities, uh, some of the main big cities in, in the U.S. So I'm really excited about this film, uh, having its release right now because, you know, Magnus is playing the World Chess Championship as we speak in oh, New York. Easy. Uh, he's facing uh, a Russian chess player called Karyakin. And they actually playing today. Just in a few hours, they will uh, begin playing their, I think it's the, their sixth uh, uh, game. Wow. Okay. Are you now are you now a huge chess fan or is this something that sort of um, you know converted you into following the sport or, or To be honest, I'm not a huge chess fan. I'm still a filmmaker. <laughs> I'm still not that good at playing chess. Uh, I think I played uh, the last chess game I played was uh, 2 years ago okay. uh, and I lost. So Okay. <laughs> But again, I, I'm I'm so fascinated about the, the game of chess and yeah. how oh, how nice. Magnus is able to use his intuition and creativity, his playfulness to to win all uh, the chess games. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, real quick, I, I don't want to go uh, too far off the track, but did you ever sit down to play just for fun? Play Magnus just to sort of watch him in motion as he as he dismantles you. Uh, how did you ever play him in chess? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, no. okay. I thought maybe. Uh, in, the, in, in the film, Magnus plays uh, Bill Gates, and I think Bill Gates loses <laughs> in 11 seconds. Yes, you uh, mean. <laughs> why, why bother? <laughs> I think, why bother? <laughs> well, let's let's talk a little bit, uh, when the time we have left, uh, a little bit about Magnus and his style of playing. You alluded to it. I alluded to the different styles. Uh, he plays in, in the film, he plays in the finals. Adnan, and I'm not even going to try and say his first name, so help me out. Vis, <laughs> uh, 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 anyway, he plays... We should not Anan, I think, uh, approximately yes. uh, like that. Thank you. And he's uh, from India, and he's regarded as the, I mean, he is the prohibitive favorite, certainly, and one of the great uh, chess players of his time. And his style is very much a, by the book, sort of, a, as I described, sort of a you win by uh, sort of mimicking tactics that have been used in the past that have worked. But uh, Magnus plays a very different style, and you mentioned it, sort of this instinctual way of playing. Talk a little bit about that, how how that plays into his, his expertise. Magnus, he has learned chess uh, in a completely different way than all the greatest chess players in history. While the other great uh, chess players, they've learned it through a lot of hard work, discipline work, strict teachers, 
especially you know the Rus- Russian chess uh, tradition. Uh-huh. Magnus, uh, he has learned chess all voluntarily. He's never done homework. He's never kind of had to practice with a, a routine. Uh, the way he has learned chess is to just pick up a random book uh, and read, uh, open it on a random page and read about it. And then he goes to, to play some soccer or volleyball and, and then he reads some Donald Duck, but always <laughs> thinking about chess. So yes. his approach to chess has been much more playful and creative than the greatest chess players in history. And actually, when Magnus was 13 years old, he had the, you know, he, he was a great chess player back then. But the, the, kind of, the, the chess masters, the chess experts told him and the, his family that you will waste the potential talent there. You need to give this boy more st- structure and discipline or else, uh, you know, he, he won't be uh, good. He can become a top uh, chess player, but now he needs discipline. And actually, Gary Kasparov, uh, the, the, the great chess player, player Gary Kasparov, told his family that the apple is almost rotten. Yeah. Uh, but uh, both Magnus and his family, they kind of believed in learning chess in a voluntarily playful way. Yeah. So they, they, they didn't hear what all the, the others uh, were telling them, what kind of advice they were giving them. So Magnus continued to learn chess in a very crea- creative, intuitively way. Uh, and he has taken a completely different path than all, than all the greatest chess players. And he is, the, is now the highest rated chess player of all time. Of all time. And that really fascinates me. And even, you know, uh, today chess is really computerized. Yeah. Uh, uh, you can uh, prepare in the opening game uh, games in chess with a lot of computers. Uh, but Magnus, he tries to avoid computers. He has revolutionized chess in the way that he tries to avoid using computers and bring back the human element, uh, his intuition. And uh, for me, he, he's really a modern icon for creative thinking. Yeah. And that really fascinates me about this story and also Magnus himself, that uh, yeah. we use Kind of, it, the, the story becomes much uh, larger than itself, right? It's it's really about what makes us humans special. Yes. It's not that we can uh, kind of use computers and uh, get the answers. It's kind of the human element, and it's not always perfect, but it's beautiful, and that is what uh, Magnus brings into the chess game. And that is the heartwarming, and that's the engaging part of the film and of his story. He's referred to as the Mozart of chess, and you're absolutely right. He seems to think see things spatially. He seems to see things as numbers. And and I've and there are I mean I've read and seen uh, films about people who see color. They see I'm sorry. They see numbers instead of colors. They see numbers, and there's this is not an, I'm an unheard of phenomena. And I it sounds. To me, as an you know, untrained um, uh, expert in this field, that Magnus is also one of those people that sees things differently, and you know, Absolutely. and bless him for that, and bless you know again. Um, it's just a it's a fun watch. It's great to see uh, Magnus and his success. Magnus Carlson. He was named as uh, I believe Time Magazine's one hundred most one of the one hundred most influential people in the world. Um, well-deserved, and I hope that he continues to pursue his intellect. And if it means chess is his intellectual 
forte and moving forward, fantastic. But I, he seems to be the kind of mind that we need lots more of and to see things differently and to move forward on those impulses. And it's a wonderful film, uh, Benjamin. I, I Really, congratulations to you uh, and the success of your first feature-length documentary. Um, I certainly hope you'll continue to pursue your um, filmmaking in this realm as well. So... Thank yes, I will. I will continue. And thank you. Uh, thank you very much for your kind words. Oh, you're very welcome. Again, I want to one, uh, once again say that the film is Magnus. It's about Magnus Carlsen, the Mozart of chess. Fun watch. Fun to to go into the world and to see how the so much of the rest of the world looks at chess in the way that we might look at professional basketball. I mean, these are superstars. These are people that are revered uh, in in their worlds and uh, and are thought of as. Uh, you know this these wonderful champions and they're and they're revered for all the right reasons in my opinion and i want to thank uh, the director of magnus uh, benjamin reef for finding time to stop by and say say hi and have a conversation on his film here at film school thank you thank you so much benjamin thank you for having me thank you very much take care take care You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.